0: Has the story of your love life taken an unexpected plot twist? Well, this is the podcast that helps millennials rewrite the story of their love life by learning simple strategies for starting and maintaining a healthy relationship. Through candid and unscripted conversations, we provide tools to help navigate the twists and turns of dating and relationships. Are you ready to flip the script on your love life? If so, sit back, get comfortable, and enjoy another episode of the Love Unscripted Podcast. What is up everybody? Welcome to the Love Unscripted Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Wilson. And this is the podcast where we have unscripted conversations with millennials about relationships and dating. So I hope everyone is having a great start to their month of March. Hopefully the warm weather is starting to return. Hopefully you're able to get out there, get back outside. If you're like me, I was tired of being stuck inside. I don't really like the cold. So a lot of the stuff I was doing was either from the couch or some indoor activities. But now that the sun is out, it's starting to shine a little bit more. Yo, I'm ready to get outside. You know, Everyone say, I'm outside. I'm trying to get back outside. I'm trying to get some of that fresh air, get some of these trails and just get back out into the the city. I mean, I think over the past couple of years, we've kind of taken for granted how much of an enjoyment and how much of a privilege it is to be outside and around people. So hopefully as we're getting this month started, you're able to take full advantage of that. Don't stay in the house, get outside, get some sun, get around some people. So I do want to also let everybody know if you haven't already, you are missing out on a great treat. We have started the Wake Up in Love Relationship Community where we have licensed doctors, psychiatrists, marriage and family therapists, licensed professional counselors, licensed clinical sur- social workers, certified relationship coaches that provide evidence based tools to help you start healthy relationships and help you to maintain them as well. So the theme for this month is marching out of trauma. Now we know many people may not know what trauma is or how it impacts their relationships, but this whole month we have two really great professionals. We have Hassani Pettiford, who is a infidelity recovery expert. And we also have Sierra Hillsman, who's a licensed professional counselor. And these two great individuals are going to help us march out of trauma, and to not let what happened to us in our past rule and control our love life. So if you want to be part of a community that is taking steps to support each other and get the tools to make your relationship the best it can be, head on over to wakeupinlove.com and become a member there. Ooh, wee, wee. We have another great guest. I already know you're here for the conversation. And this guest is one that if you followed the podcast from the beginning, you would have remembered this individual. We had a real powerful conversation. Let me go ahead and get them on in here. All right. So, sir, introduce yourself. Uh,
1: My name is Brad Butler II, and I'm a youth and school motivational speaker. Um, I'm blessed to be able to, you know, travel the country and, uh, do what, uh, you know, the good Lord has gifted me to do and, you know, empower the youth and to, uh, empower our educators and, uh, you know, being good at that, it actually opened up the doors for me to be able to actually work with, you know, sports teams and, uh, uh, corporate work as well. So, you know, it's been a long journey and a long road, but, um, you know, um, I'm really thankful, you know, to God be the glory here I am.
0: Hey, if you're not following him already, go ahead. Like, if you need some juice, if you just need to be encouraged to see positivity happening, listen, definitely follow his page. So, Brad, the the first time you are a returning guest. A lot of people may not know that this was during the time where podcasting was not so popular. We actually had to record through Skype using voice and there was no video. So it's just crazy how time has progressed and actually how fast things may actually progress because it wasn't that long ago, but I'm glad to have you back and I want the people to get to know you a little bit. So here's one of the questions I've been asking all of our guests. What is something you like to do to practice self-care? When you need to get away, when you need to need to unplug from the hustle and bustle and the grind of life. What is something you like to do to pour back into yourself so that you can be the best version of yourself for the people you serve? Uh,
1: I mean, I'm good for just going, to, going out and like taking a walk, you know, uh, by myself or, you know, even if my wife does decide that she wants to come with me, that's great. I have no problem with that, but I'm good for going to take a walk. Uh, I'm good for just listening to music. Um, I love going to conferences. So, like every year, I have like it, my my wife knows it's like a non-negotiable. I have to be at the uh, the next level speakers academy uh, conferences. It just is what it is. I, we ha- we have to be there. Uh, and nine times out of ten, she wants to be there too. So, uh, yeah, I have my I don't have much that I really need in order for me to function. My wife thinks it's weird. She's like, well, you you like? You don't want anything special to eat, or you want me to do anything special?" I'm like, no. And I tell my wife all the time,
0: "Your only job is to wake up. That's it." Hey, and guess what? If it works, why change it? <laughs> like, like for sometimes adding too much or adding things to do can, can be a hindrance. So I'm glad you have your flow of things you do. Um, I'm a f- I-, I love food. I love food. I love to hear what other people um, enjoy eating. So if you had one last meal, this is the last one you're going to eat. Uh, what would that look like? Your uh, last meal. I'm the worst person to ask that because
1: my, me and my wife are polar opposites in in that uh, retrospect, because my wife is actually a food scientist. uh, Yeah. So food is a big deal for her. Me, on the other hand, I could really care less. For me, I've told people before, if I didn't have to eat to stay alive, I probably wouldn't even do it because it just... Mm. You know, it takes time out of my day. It just you know, it gets in the way. It's like it slows me down. I don't even eat the way I used to eat. Whereas, like you eat till you're full, full. Like I, I, can't do that. Like I don't like to feel bloated, and it slows me down. So I'll eat fruit and vegetables, and I'll eat meat and stuff like that. But I know when to stop. Like I'll stop eating before I get super full because I know I need to be productive. So, for me, I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't have a special thing. But if I was gonna pick one thing, um. I'm trying to think. What is something that my my wife makes? I, okay, I like uh the grilled chicken wraps. You know that my my wife makes. They're, they're, right. Those those are really good. Um, right, she has, right. The like, sauce that she uses and all that with the lettuce and the cheese and all that. So yeah, my wife makes a number of different things that I love.
0: Gotcha. So you're not those speakers who have the long list of different food items with the specific condiments. You need three Chick-fil-A sauces, not two, not one. You got to have three, two for the sandwich, one for the fry. Like the, the stuff I've heard.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I've heard it, too. I've heard it, too. And, and people come to me with that like, oh, OK, Mr. Butler, you know, would you like me? to? I'm like, ma'am, all I need is a microphone and the people. And it'd be really great if you had, a, you know, some tea, some green tea with some honey. That would be great. If not, no worries. I got a bottle of water with me. Like,
0: I'm there to do work. Right, right. I feel you. I feel you. And the final question, what comes to mind when you hear the word love? God. Mm -hmm. God.
1: Um, Because uh, the way I look at it as when we experience love in any way, shape, or form uh, on earth, it's an extension of God. And what he has you know kind of created for us so i kind of look at it that way and i know some people didn't you know really expect me to go to a spiritual tip but i'm sorry i'm grounded in faith that's just who i am so um for me everything starts there and then every, you know from there it can expound
0: and go in different directions
1: but that's where it starts for
0: me right right i love that answer and i really don't believe there's any wrong answer i just like for everyone to see what everybody else is idea of love is because we get so caught up on just one unique way of looking at love especially in a society that champions fairy tales and disney movies if it doesn't look like that then it that really be love so i just like for people to hear what other people's version or rendition of love is how they think of it and so forth so we're gonna go ahead and jump into this conversation man i'm super glad you're here because here's one thing that's happening when we talk about relationships and how men operate in their relationships men are tending to get a bad rap it there are times where it is viewed that men may be the problem in dating spaces. So I wanted to bring on another brother that I look at as a very upstanding and a man of character to have this conversation and dialogue. Because let's be honest, there are tons of podcasts with men sharing information about relationships that is their, their, it is their experience. But I think if we want healthy and happy and flourishing relationships, things have to be done a different way. So I wanted to bring Brad on to have this conversation, and I want to start off with this quote. There's a quote by Mark Twain that says, the two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. Mm -hmm. For men, we have been conditioned to go into the workforce. We have been trained to be the leaders of society. We are taught to go after things that will help us provide for our family. Now, that may look like education. That may look like a trade. That may look like starting your own business. You may become a speaker. You may become a therapist. But regardless of what it is, we are taught that we must be going after something. And the idea is that you don't just go after something, but that you are actually good at it. But there is a group of men out there who are unsure of what it is they're supposed to do or may not think it even matters if I found out what it is I'm meant to do. So, Brad, why is it important for a man to find his purpose and walk in it? Uh, OK, uh,
1: a man without purpose is is a dangerous human being. Right. As a matter of fact, I'll say a man or a woman, but we are just. Specifically talking about men right now, a man without purpose is dangerous. like a man without purpose will do things that's um uh, oh, man, it, it, just just they don't even care about the consequences of their actions. I'll put it like that. they'll do things and they don't care about the ramifications you know you you're drinking out of control, you're smoking out of control, you're you're um uh you're womanizing, right. You're you're just out of control. Like you're doing all these things, and sometimes what ends up happening is, it's it's almost like that rebellious thing where they're like, oh, I don't want. No one's going to tell me that I can't drink or smoke or live my life like this, or I can't have as many women as I want, or do this, that, or the other. I can't be in control, or da da da, and. The The problem that I see with situations like that, and I'm trying to help somebody, is that like I don't want you to get to the point where you're so dead set and focused on having control that you lose control over everything. So there's a lot of people who's like, I'm going to do whatever I want because I won't allow you to control me. I won't allow the status quo to tell me that I can only be with one woman. Like I won't allow the status quo to tell me that I can't have a certain number of drinks or I can't live a certain lifestyle. I can't stay out this late or I can't be in this neighborhood with these individuals and doing X, Y, and Z, or go to this place or whatever. So I'm going to, you know, have control over that. And the problem is that you're so dead set. You're so headstrong on having control. Over your life and having control over the way that people see you or view you or whatever the case may be, or what you want, that you actually lose control. And now, when you lose control, now you're in a situation where you're at the mercy of other individuals, i.e., the police, the court system, right? You know, you, you, the people who, person you are in a relationship with. Now you can no longer can say that you're trying to work on and fix the relationship. You've done too much. You've gone too far. And now this person no longer can see you being in their their life anymore because you've gone too far, right? Alcohol, you've gotten out of control. Now you got cirrhosis of the liver. You've gone too far. Uh, okay. Now you're, you're smoking weed. Now it might've led to other, you know, maybe that was a gateway drug for you. And that led to, you were down this whole path. Now you're messing with meth and you're messing with all these other things. And now, okay, now you're at the point where you have completely lost control. You don't even, you know, you, you don't even like recognize yourself in a mirror anymore. Like that's the problem. But when you have purpose, when you know what you're supposed to be doing with your life, when you know the direction that you're going and you know what your gift is, it, it, it automatically deters you from certain things that will hinder you and stop you from living in your purpose and stop you from using your gift right? So I know with me being a speaker, I speak at schools, right? I speak to the youth. I speak to educators, right? I do other speaking engagements as well, but my bread and butter, the thing that I do the most, right, is I speak at schools. So it would behoove me to not be that individual who is in the clubs, right? Or with a drink in my hand or I'm belligerent or I'm smoking and and, and doing drugs and doing different things like that. Because as soon as the people in the school system get a hold of it or as soon as one of the students' parents see me doing these things, then it's you got this dude in my school around my babies? What is you thinking? Right? Like it would behoove me to probably not be a womanizer where I'm running from this woman to that woman, like to actually settle down and be with one woman, right? And, and, and make that relationship work wholeheartedly. Not because I think it's the right thing to do, but because it is the right thing for me. Right. I'm just I'm just trying to help somebody. I mean, it's a lot of people going out here. They're doing things because they see other people doing it. And they think that that's the you know, you know what they want to what they want to do with their life. And they, they want that type of thing. And I'm like, but you don't realize what outcomes come with those things as well. That like there's pros and cons to everything. Somebody might say, oh, okay, a con about me being married and only being with one woman is that I only have that one woman. Yes, that absolutely right. Okay, yes, I only have that one woman, but I know her. I know her inside and out, and she knows me inside and out. I don't have to explain myself to her. She knows when something is wrong. She knows when I'm off. She knows when I'm not at my best. Like the biggest blessing in my life is my wife. There is no Brad Butler II and associates without my wife, Shug. Th- 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 it just isn't. Like we go hand in hand. She's the yin to my yang. Like, and we're polar opposites of each other. So if you saw us together, like a lot of people like, wow, she's super introverted. You're super extroverted. I'm like, yes, but I need that to balance me. I was just talking to her earlier today about something and she was like, oh, yeah, well, you should think about this, that, or other, or think about the way that this is, or the way that you work. Some, some people don't even realize that some of my presentations, they come from her, my passion, my energy, but her transparency, her intellect, her analyzation, her research to say, Brad, look look this up, look up this word, and, and, and think of it this way, or don't say it like that, because that might hurt. Some-. I'm like, oh, you're right. And I take that and I put it together. And now I'm speaking to all four of the personality traits when I'm giving my... So I'm going into a whole nother thing. But I'm just letting you know that my wife is the thing that keeps me together and holds me true. And because I have purpose, like the Bible said, it said, when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. Oh, I found a good thing. Why would I let it go? It works. Now, nobody said that it was going to be easy. But nobody said it was going to be easy. But I found a good thing. So... And shout out to my coach, uh, Coach Crump, who said uh, earlier last year, he said, Brad, the word for this year is stewardship. Everything that your hands touch, you better steward over that. So I said, oh, well, the first thing that's right in front of me, my wife, I have to be a good steward over my marriage. Uh, My son, I got to be a good steward over my, my, my son. Like I got my business, a good steward over that, my family, my community. Like I gotta be my faith. I have to be a good steward over those things. So once I start realizing that, yo, if I'm walking in purpose, I gotta be a good steward over all the things I've been blessed with, in order for me to receive abundance and more things to come into my life. So you're not you, you, your life is in turmoil, or you're you're questioning your relationships and all that stuff with whether it's business or uh, uh, with a significant other because you're not work, walking in purpose. So you're not attracting the person person that's actually for you. You're not. <laughs> You're you're at you're out there placating and you're actually putting up a, a fraud in a facade. And guess what? I've been there. So I'm not saying you like I'm I'm a saint. I've been right. there. I've been that dude who was a womanizer and I was actually trying to, you know, uh trying to impress, you know, impress and make sure I was making I was that guy for you. Right? I was that guy for you in the moment. And then I meet another girl and say, like, I'm that guy for you. But how is that possible? I can't be the guy for you and the guy for you. That Break it down. <laughs> you, It's it's not possible. It ain't but one that I'm the guy for. So I'm just, the whole time, I'm just on borrowed time. It's, I'm just, destruction is coming.
0: Mm. It's coming.
1: Because from the very beginning, it was a facade.
0: It was right. an illusion.
1: So My thing is, when I met my wife, she got to see full version of me, who I am. My When I met her, I just laid everything out. Yo, this is who I am. This is what I'm working on. This is what I'm trying to do. She told me who she was, what she had going on, her dreams, her goals, aspirations, and things like that. And then we said, I can work with that. Mm -hmm. And I can build with you. And, and We can do this together. But the thing was, I was moving in purpose. She was moving in purpose. We met in the middle and said, yep, we can make this thing work together. Problem is you ain't moving in purpose. So somebody finding you and they find a fake version of you. Oh my goodness. They fall in love with a fake version of you. So then you turn around and try to figure out why your, your relationship is in shambles. Bruh, it was it was built on like a lie in the first place. It was mm. built be- built on a card of lies anyway. Well, a house of cards, but just nothing. It was just built to break up.
0: Right. So what I'm hearing is you gotta be able to figure out what you are meant to do because that gives you direction. And once you start moving in that direction, you're likely to attract somebody who compliments and is going to be a helpmate to what it is you're doing. But that doesn't come until you get onto that path and that journey. And I love that. So, but here's, here's the other side. Here, mm-hmm. There's another end of that spectrum. Society is very hard on men that there, there is, many narratives people are outwardly saying that if a man is not providing now then he doesn't deserve to be in a relationship there's all this added pressure from society for men to perform financially in a way that pushes a lot of men to do just that go after the bag Mm -hmm. and unfortunately there's a lot of men who are like you know what i'm making all this money I don't even need to prioritize relationships. What could be the danger in only chasing the bag?
1: You glorifying money. You idolizing money.
0: Money is your God. But But there's nothing you can buy without it. I can't live without it. I got to have a home. Mm -hmm. Why not live in the best possible home?
1: Hey, my thing is I never tell anybody, you know, how to live their life or what they think is right or wrong. I can't tell anybody how to feel. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's false expectations that you would live your life the way that I live mine. So, I the only thing I can tell the uh, individual out there is if you do think that is the right lifestyle for you, that's perfectly fine. Do you just don't tell other people how to live theirs? ooh, ooh okay. That, but, that I, like, I get into it with people you know, about that. You know, oh, they shouldn't do that. I'm like, what do you mean they shouldn't? They grown. Do whatever you want to do. You're a grown man. You're a grown woman. Do what you want. If you want to live your life where it's like you want to get as much money as you can, and that, do your thing. If you like, oh, I just want to be super faithful in my faith, and I want to focus. Do your thing. If you like, I want to walk in purpose, and I want to, you know, start a business and do this and that and other. And I'm gonna do your thing. I'm never gonna tell anybody that the way that they want to do things or they view things is wrong. That's up to you. That's your life. Like you don't affect. Like, you don't affect me and my lifestyle and the way that me and my wife do our thing. like And you ain't got a heaven or hell to put me in, so I ain't really worried about it. So it's just like, do your thing. I'm not about to get in your way. Now, if I'm saying something, or you see me living my life the way that I live it, and something about it, like, it, it just pierces your gut, your soul, your spirit, and makes you say you want to get a little bit closer to me? I just want to know, how did you, how did you and your wife build that? And I, when I see y'all talking, it's like y'all on the same page and y'all always laughing and joking. And just I, I kind of want some of that. You're going to have to change then. Mm. Because if you want this, then that means you're going to have to do some of the things that I've done. And, I'm not, and I am not, I'm not a saint. I'm not saying I do everything right. But I will say that I'm intentional about my relationship. I'm intentional about my wife and my marriage and, and my child and the life that I plan, you know, the, the life that I live and the legacy I plan to leave behind. I'm super intentional about that. Like I, I have literally given up money. I've given like, no, no, I'm not taking that speaking engagement. And yes, it was thousands upon thousands of dollars. I've turned down money because my integrity was on the line. And I'm like, I can't work with you when you're doing that. I just can't do it. And I do it in the nicest way possible. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to take this opportunity. But if you would like, I can refer you to somebody else that might be able to take advantage of the opportunity. So I still keep things in good faith and I still keep my relationships intact. But certain stuff just I cannot do. And for some of the guys out here, you' only doing what you see other dudes doing, but you don't realize you don't realize the backlash that they're getting. you don't realize the recoil right. that's coming from it. You don't re- re- realize realize the relationships that they're tearing up. You don't realize who they are when they're at home in, at, you know, at, at night, in the dark. You know what I mean, who's chasing who wants to chase women their entire life? I just, I just don't get it. Like a grown man, like if that's you, do your thing. If that if you like the chase, cool. At some point in my life, I was just like, I'm not about to keep doing this. I, I'm just not like the, the the like. And I'm a I'm a high eye, if you know about the disc assessment. So I'm an emotional person. Like I love hard. So I put everything like if, you, if people ever ever see me in person speak on stage, I put my everything into it. I come off the stage, I'm sweating and stuff like, because I'm put everything into it. I don't know how to half step, so my relationships are the same way. I put my everything into it, which is why I've never actually gone... And this isn't a slight at anybody, but I've never gone backwards in my relationships. There's, ne- there's never been backsliding or anything like that. There's nothing. there's no slight against them. It's just me saying, I need to move forward and I need to see what life is like without you. Can I make it without you? And once I get to the point where I detox you and get you out of my system, I'm like, okay, if you are supposed to come back around and be in my life, then cool. If not, then I got to keep moving forward. It led me to my wife, so there was no going backwards.
0: Mm, so what you're talking, I'm, I'm hearing like there, there's some sacrifice in there. Like you can't just money can't be the end all be all. Chasing women can't be the end all be all. There has to be some reason or purpose for what it is you're doing. Money is a tool to be used, not the end goal. Getting a wife or having a woman by your side is for companionship, not just to, like you said, womanize or to use for your own personal enjoyment and then discard. These are like you're dealing with people here. Like, like we got to be honest. And I believe that what you reap, you I mean, what you sow, you will reap. So whatever you're putting out there, and it's unfortunate, so many young men are just out there doing, doing, thinking, "Oh, I'm young; it's not going to come back to me." But if you live long enough, yo it comes back. It's just a universal principle. Like what you put in, you're going to get back. And sometimes you get more and double what you put in. That's It happens sometimes. And so Brad, there are a group of people that are out there that they're going after their purpose and they're trying to be serious about doing relationships, but they're having difficulty balancing. What do you see are some of the most are some of the challenges men are having with balancing both chasing success and doing a career and being a, what um, a a steward of what you've been given professionally in your purpose and this, this woman, children, family, like what, what do you think are some of the difficulties people are facing
1: or that Um, you have heard people say? Well, I mean, if, if your relationship is a priority, then make it a priority. It's like, there ain't really much to talk about. (laughs) Like, if your wife is a priority to you, then make her a priority. And the hierarchy in my life is God, my wife, my child, my business. And then everything else, you know, you get in where you fit in. <laughs> like, that is the the priority. So I've told my wife before, I love what I do. I love speaking. I love traveling the country, even internationally speaking and stuff like that. I love the work that I do. I love empowering. I love being with the people, being able to pour into them. I love changing, you know, an atmosphere when I get there, when I step off stage, I, you know, a culture shift can happen. I love being able to do that. But I told my wife early on, I said, if this ever begins to become too much for you in our marriage, you let me know, I will stop. I'll stop speaking. And I'll, if I have to, I'll just get a job, whatever, and just work to make sure that our marriage stays intact. Because, like, you know, this is my purpose. I can, here's the thing I can speak other places. I can speak doing other things. I could be a manager of a business, I could be a manager of a, um, a store, a retail store, and I can speak. And so I'll still be able to do it. I'll just be doing it in a different way. I can go work for the Boys and Girls Club, YMCA you know, I can go work at a um, a university, a college and stuff like that and work with the students, I would still be able to speak. And my wife understood that. Now, the crazy thing is, because my wife loves me as much as she does and she knows I'm walking on purpose and she knows I'm doing what I've been doing. And I've always tried to make sure I make time for her and gives her what she needs. She said, "I would never ask you to stop speaking. I've watched you start your business from the ground floor, from the very beginning, and build it to where it currently is. And now you're at a point where you're sought a sought-after speaker. I would never tell you to stop. Now we might make some adjustments on the schedule. Now you might have to share your calendar with me, and you know I need to look on there and see where where I fit in with this, that, and the other, and where we can make time for this, that. And that. But I'm not going to tell you to stop speaking. No, never. And she was like, I love watching you speak." I love being there so why would i you know deny another person of what i think is great mm. but if you were not in you know alignment with your significant other like that oh you can't have the conversation ain't gonna go like that
0: mm. your, your significant
1: mother might be like yeah you should stop today i'd appreciate it
0: right and i love the word you use priority priority listen as adults, there, we have so many things going on. We, we can't get away from it. But what we can do is prioritize the things that are important to us. We put those things first before we do other things. And I love that you said it. You may have to give up some money. It, it may cost a couple dollars to not take an opportunity in order to still be in connection and communion with your, with your partner, with your spouse with your family, with your kids, like it may require that. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to say, not everything on my list is going to get my full and undivided attention? That, that takes maturity to be able to do and to be able to plan effectively with the goal in mind. You don't want to be so busy pursuing success that you lose your family in the process. So we're gonna go ahead and transition into our last segment of the show. This has been super dope. And we're gonna head on into our flip the script segment. And that is the segment of the show where our guest provides a simple tool or strategy for dealing with a particular situation, challenge that we may have discussed in the show. So, Brad, you ready? Yeah. Someone may be out there listening, and they're like, yo, I'm doing the best I can. Like I, I'm I've been working hard, I found my purpose, and I'm walking in that. I also I found someone that I want to be connected with for a lifetime. I found this is the person I want to try to make it work with. But I'm having difficulty finding the balance. What do you think will be the first step for someone, for a, a man to balance his pursuit of success and his relationship?
1: Uh, are we talking about somebody who's married or are we talking about somebody who is, they found someone and they're trying to pursue that person?
0: Let's do both. Let's do okay. both. Cause there may be people who are in both positions. Got you. So I'll,
1: all right. So if you are a single man and you found your purpose and you're trying to do your thing and you found this other person that you think that, you know, really might be the person for you. If you explain to them what you're doing and where you're going, the mission, the plan that you have, and they can't get on board, then that ain't the person for you. Keep it pushing or maybe you just need to keep on working on your thing and maybe they'll catch on later but they you better hope they better hope and pray that you are available you know later on i'm just saying yeah, because it's some stuff like you. Okay, I can't get with you right now because you're doing too much. Blah, blah, blah. Like, all right, cool. Well, I gotta keep working on my thing. But you know, you do your thing, and you know, hopefully work. And then they come back years later. They, you know, they messed up under some relationships. They are they heartbroken, and they, you know, they got some trauma that they come in. And, nah, you can't come back around with that. I've been in a good space. I've been working on my. You ain't about to tear down all that I built because you got insecurities and you got other things going on. That's not gonna work. So get on. The, you know, you want might want to get on the right page with somebody who is going to understand, you know, what you're doing, you know, where you're going, the plan that you have and they can jump, you know, they can be along for the ride and be like, "Okay, I see where you're going. Yep, we might have to sacrifice sacrifice some time with each other here and there." My wife did. She had to sacrifice plenty of time with, uh, you know, with me. Uh, you know, not being there on the weekends or whatever the case may be, but she understood, she saw the vision. And once we were, you know, rolling, she was like, "Up, oh, yep, this was worth it." Now, for those of you who are married and you're chasing this thing, trying to make it happen, and you just kind of pop quiz that thing on your your significant other. Like, so I decided that I want to be a dentist. Okay, you're a carpenter. How did we get here? And it's just like, it just is what it is. You have to have a conversation with them. You got to sit down and have 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 effective communication with this person. You have to have and come to them with a plan. Like, When I first met my wife, before we even got into a full blown relationship, I had a plan. I said, Listen, this is what I'm doing right now. These are the jobs that I'm working, and I'm not necessarily the happiest with it, but my plan is for me to be here and do this and live this lifestyle. So I'm going to sacrifice some money and get around the best speakers there are in the world and get trained by them. I'm going to go to conferences. I'm going to practice. I'm going to go out and speak as often as I can. Like, I'm going to, this is going to be my life for the next couple of years. Are you okay with that? She was like, "Yeah, I can see that. That's fine." Boom, and then we started rolling. And yeah, it was some bumps in the road. She was like, "Okay, I didn't know it was going to take up this much time, or I didn't know that I was going to fall in love with you this deeply, and I was going to miss you this much. Like, I'd love to spend more time with you, but I already agreed to X, Y, and Z." And you know, we make some adjustments. Okay, nope, sorry, I can't take that speaking engagement. I need to give my wife this day. Like, I need to spend time with her, whatever the case may be. So you have to have an open and, and honest conversation with your significant other and let them know what to expect. And then you make the necessary adjustments as it goes. Um, uh, shout out to my guy, my first mentor, Kendall Ficklin. He told me earlier on, he said, um, sometimes it, it's not balance that you're actually looking for because balance means you're giving the equal amount of time and effort to each thing. And that's just not fair. You're failing the test every time with each one of those categories. So balance isn't going to work. What you're probably looking for is rhythm, mm. right? Certain parts of your life require a higher frequency. So at this part of my life, okay, I'm the frequency of me building my business, that is going to require more time right so i'm putting more time and effort into that because i need to build it up the momentum i got to get that thing going so that means over here in the relationship i'm not going to be able to put as much time into that and then another part i'm not putting as much time into my community not much you know not much time into studying or whatever the case may be but you got to map it out and figure out okay what is going to you know require the majority of my time good example if anybody is out there getting their dissertation working on their dissertation right they they're getting their phd Your love life is in the tank. Your community is time with the family and all that stuff. It's in the tank. The only thing you got time for is writing those papers and then writing uh, edits and more edits and edits and and, and doing more uh, coursework and this, that and other until it's over. So it's probably going to take you, what, three and a half to four years or more to get through all that. That's why they come out looking shell shop. Right. And I've had some of my professors like, okay, Brad, you got your master's. We really think it would be a good idea for you to go get your PhD. And I'm just like, I don't know if I want to put that pressure on my wife. It's not so much that I don't want the PhD or to do the work. I don't know that I want to put that pressure on my wife. I don't want to no, know because that's, that takes up so much time. And look, look I, had, I come from 10 years of special ed class. It's hard for me to do college work. It's hard for me to write them papers. It's hard for me to read them 60-page chapters and all that or whatever the case may be and you know, be thought provoking all that stuff and the question things. So it's one of those things where I was like, eh, I don't know, but you got to have a conversation with your significant other. You got to walk that thing through. And another thing, ask yourself, if you, can't, if you can't figure it out, if you can't make it work, especially if you're somebody who's married, all right, think to yourself, how much would it cost for you to get divorced?
0: Cool. <laughs>
1: how much is that going to cost you? All right, cool. You don't like that number? Cool. Pay for a marriage counselor. Shout out to my my marriage counselors, Shannon and Shirley Austin. Like we, go, we going through Marriage Eek. When we going through it, if, if me and my wife are ever going through it, I call sure uh uh Shirley, call your girl. <laughs> call your girl, she tripping. You know <laughs> what I'm saying?
0: I love it, I love it. And there you guys have it, Brad. Thank you for joining us this week. Please let everybody know where they can find you on the internet and social media.
1: Uh right, well, thank you for having me, bro. I appreciate it. Um, listen, it's Brad Butler the second on all social media platforms. So as you see it on the screen, Brad Butler the second. That's what you'll find for uh, Instagram, for TikTok. Everything else is Brad Butler the second with the two capital I's, You know, Roman numeral two. Um. If you're, you know, if you're somebody who works in the educational field and you're thinking about bringing me in to speak to your students and your staff, you know, listen, I can come to school, do a whole takeover for you guys where I'm doing professional development and I'm doing uh, presentations, keynotes for the kids. Uh, so if you are a principal, vice principal, a director uh, or superintendent, any of those, you know, labels, any of those titles, you know, you can always reach me. You can go to the website, www.bradbutler2.com. That is two.
0: Hey, go find him, follow him, follow his journey, follow his movement. I know I got a lot of teachers that be listening. So bring them into your school to bring impact and change. So I just want to thank everybody for listening this week. Please head on over to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher Podcast, comment, rate, subscribe. If you're in podcast land, go ahead and head on over to YouTube and go to Love Unscripted HD where you can see the full video for this episode. Also, if you're looking for a relationship community where you have access to licensed therapists, doctors, psychiatrists, counselors, head on over to wakeupandlove.com. That's where you can find us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Hey, we may not have all the answers, but we will have the conversation. I'll see y'all next time. Peace.